stable night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Uh, well, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's uh, tossing, turning, mind racing... Did I say that already? Trouble getting sleep? Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, a thinking, feeling, uh, change in schedule, routine, temperature, body, whatever it is, I'm going to take your mind off of that. I'm going to try to distract you. I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is create a safe place. And you say, Scooch, you sound a little bit distracted. You, you know what? You're right. I don't have any idea what episode this opening is for, but I did, like, during that distraction... That was multi-mental multi -mental tasking, which isn't a good idea during a podcast opening. But I'll be honest, you know, this is that's a, that's a part of this podcast. I'll be straight with you. I was mental multitasking. It just like, because part of my brain said point of order when I was talking. So, so I'm not trying to toss a blame, blame around because it was my brain. Uh, but I said, it said point of order. What's excuse? And I said, well, actually, I'm talking right now. This is while I'm talking. So actually, it was like a triple triple distraction. And they said, they said well, I have a point of order. Which show, which show is this opening for? And they, so this is an example of maybe what goes on at bedtime. Then I'll get back to the regular intro. And they said, well, actually, I'm not sure. And meanwhile, I was still talking to you. I, again, I apologize to you greatly. But this, I guess, is where my, where my podcasting, where my distracting skills come from. And I said, geez, I don't know what, what episode it is, but actually I already started the intro, so could we talk about this later? And that part of me just straight up said, no. I said, well, it's like, I said, what is this? What are you, is a toddler, toddler part of my brain? And I said, okay, well, are you going to, because I'm still talking to the audience here. This is, this is why I was talking earlier. And you might think it's strange that, that the, the, the chitter-chatter, you know, happens at, a, you know, microseconds. You know, so while I could talk slower, there's micro, you know, micro bursts of argument going on in my brain, unfortunately. And I said, well, what if it should it be for the one, the, 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 the first, like I said, we need an opening. So then another part of me came in, like the, uh, one of the actual productive sides of me, the producer of the podcast came in. And that, that part of me is actually very useful. So I wanted to give it its props. I'm not sure. Probably it comes from the collective unconscious because I know it ain't coming from my personal unconscious. Uh, but that part said, okay, well, here's what we need openings for. We need an opening for Game of Thrones episode 11 if we're going to do that. We need game. We need it for the next Metastasis episode. We need an opening for that. Uh, we have a Tuesday episode that doesn't have an opening. And then another part of my brain, the part of me, part of me that I was talking said, you know, I just wanted to solve this debate because I was actually talking to you, the listener. I said, Game of Thrones 11. And then that other part, the, the point of order part. So what about the metastasis? Which is going to reduce our anxiety? That's what, can you believe I almost got caught and I almost got caught up in that argument? Uh, out of a choice, it wasn't really a choice. We're already making an opening. It said, well, what, what, which one would give us the least amount of anxiety? Why don't we do the one that, that's furthest away? Which I said, well, that doesn't really make any sense because the Game of Thrones one's the soonest, probably. 
And I said, well, and then that part of me literally started to say, well, fine, if you, that's what you want to do. And, and yet, by the way, this is the point of our order, part of me. I said, by the way, you've already been talking for four minutes. How are you going to remember? You'll never remember what this is. You're going to mess up your tape log. Because uh, they have this spreadsheet. I call it a tape log. I don't know if that, that's not a lingo. What do they call that? Uh, it's not jargon because it's my own made up word. I guess it's probably, but it's a log of what I have on tape or what I have on SD card. And that part of me is like, like sometimes they hit a question, say opening for question mark, question mark, question mark. And ideally I don't, I can't, like I'm trying to just get it. It's supposed to be quick so I wouldn't have to listen for five minutes to say, oh, this is for the Game of Thrones 11. Just in case you are listening, I'm sorry I let you down too. But anyway, welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast to put you to sleep. Uh, uh, I get distracted. The podcast is here to distract you. Shouldn't be multi-brain, multi-multi. What did I say it was called? Multi-brain tasking. But here's what what I'm going to do. I'm present here now with you. Uh, but I do have a bunch of you know things that are constantly jacking for my attention. But I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside all that stuff and all the judgment about that stuff. I say, hey, hey even me, I say, well, that's fine if you want to make a point of order. In the middle of me talking, I'll just keep, you know, just keep using these lulling, soothing tones. I'll be honest with the audience. No shame. I'm not going to shame you, point of order, part of me. Oh, wait, a secondary shamer just said you did shame. Oh, boy. So now I got a secondary shamer shaming me for for smoothing over shaming the point of order part of me. Anyway, you know, I think you two are doing a great job in my internal makeup. Obviously, we're so well adjusted to regular adult life. But can I just get through this intro and then I'll give you some attention? No. Okay. I like how you you two are very straightforward with the. Um, now I've engaged with them. Well, how about how about this? I'm going to try to. Could you keep an eye on this part of the opening for me and just make sure I, if I make any mistakes, could you let me know? And then maybe I could serve the audience better next time with your input. Yes. Okay, great. Okay, so those two parts of my brain are going to, you know, keep an eye on the rest of the intro. So I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping up. It could be overthinking uh, like like I have an issue with, clearly. But it could be other stuff. It could be physical. It could be emotional. It could be an external noise or whatever. Uh, but I'm going to use my long, soothing tones. I'm going to send them across the deep, dark night here. Any kind of attempt to, to uh, you know, take your mind off stuff while you float across the threshold from wake to sleep. But you're under no pressure to be in a hurry to get there. What I'll do tonight is, you know, I'm going to talk about, there'll be a wrap-up of season 11 of or season 6. Uh, I'll just be talking about Game of Thrones stuff, about the season and stuff like that. Uh, so that's it, and I'll be here the whole time. Um, so if you can't sleep, I'll be here for at least an hour plus uh, to keep you company. Uh, take your mind off stuff. So be a little bit silly. But believe me, if you want to fall asleep at any time, no, no big deal. You're not going to miss much. This is recorded. Uh, so no need to do And you say, okay, what, did he? was he trying to talk? He, he was talking about a new kind of multitasking, wasn't he? Did he say there's an efficiency universe within the collective subconscious? I say, I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's a timestamp for that. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know why I find that hilarious, but I do.
I mean, I guess because like when like I edit the podcast, and sometimes I'll re-edit old episodes that we put out in different feeds, and I'll be listening to stuff, and I'll be like, uh, like there's so much stuff that I say, you know, that I only hear like two times, and I never hear it again, and then I'll hear it two years later. And even I, I'll be like, what in the hell was I taught? What the heck? Who is this guy? Uh, and then I'll, be, I'll just be like, there isn't a timestamp for that, you know? Like, what the? I guess I do that a lot. Okay. What in the K? Um, so anyway, th- this is a podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I'm glad you took the risk to check this podcast out. If you're skeptical... I mean, by all means, it's a good idea. A healthy dose of skepticism is not only welcome here, it's it's encouraged. This is not a perfect uh, operation. Uh, this isn't a sleep solution. It's merely like a sleep, uh, like an alternative option. I don't know what it, they call it, a sleep offering. That's the best I've, term I've come up with. You could use it, like kind of like a... Uh, not even like a feather duster, but that's what popped in my brain. I said, you could use it like a feather duster. That's what my brain gave me. Thanks, brain. Uh, but it's not actually like a feather duster because, like, well, I guess it is in the sense that for the most part, and I can't speak for everybody out there, but I, I think I don't even think I have a feather duster. I have some sort of, uh, like, wool duster. I've had it. I've used it, like, maybe twice on the TV. Usually I use it when I'm returning a cable box because then I say, well, let me get that dust off of there. And I say, whoa, boy, a lot of dust in here. And I say, I'm pretty sure I have a feather duster or a giant piece of wool on a stick. And then I say, well, let me do some dusting. And then I start to feel, you know, then it, then it hits you on, for me, it hits, then it starts to take on an emotional toll. And I say, well, and I say, why can't I be the kind of person that dusts with glee? And I say, I mean, I guess in reality, well, there's very few people that dust with glee. I mean, when I'm happiest, if I'm doing something like that, I'm listening to 99% of Visible or Criminal or, you know, any any other great pie, you know, any any pie, you know, then I say, well, geez, that's like dusting with glee. But then I forget, oh, I just got to put on a good podcast. And I haven't accomplished that with dusting. So maybe I'll I'll become a a glee duster. (laughs) There's a there's another uh, autobiography for Scoots, the Glee Duster. It actually sounds like something you put on before you go. Well, one like the Tooth Fairy puts those. She she says, uh, "Let me put on my Glee Duster, and we can get out of here." Yeah, go go start the car. I'm just gonna put on my Glee Duster, and we'll we'll, we'll get going. Hey, this is I guess I'm gonna, suddenly this is again it turns the podcast takes suddenly Scoots is doing. Uh, Tooth, 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 tooth fairy material. Oh, geez, honey, we got to go back home. I forgot my glee duster. And then Mr., you know, tooth fairy, he's, 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 he's the homebody. He says, what is, what does a glee duster do again, dear? She says, Earl, don't worry about it. You know, I told you to just drive, just turn around and go home. Well, do you really need a glee duster? Because we're already... You know, past the uh, cla- cra- crab nebula, and you know how uh, what terrible mileage this freaking car gets with the, the all the change you have. Well, I thought we were moved to paper money. And she says, "Honey, the Glee Duster increases the efficiency of her vehicle." Just, just to be clear, 
Oh, okay. Well, let's go home and get the glee duster then. Do you? Why don't you keep one in the trunk, a glee duster? Oh, you're right, dear Earl. You you are right. I do have my old glee duster in the trunk. I forget. You oh, pull over. I think that was in Fargo Three. Uh, was it Marge? Uh, she, it was that was that was the plot. I'm pretty sure glee duster. I, I could do, I could think. I mean, this is why I do this podcast. I'm not honest. I mean, I'm so distracted now about glee duster. And it sounds good, too, Glee Duster. I bet you, let's see, how could we make money with this podcast? Uh, sell Glee Dusters. What's a Glee Duster? Okay, what we did is we took a dust buster, you know, scraped off the branding, uh, you know, tinkered with the motor so it works in reverse, and then we shove it, we, we have, a, a, you know, d- d- loaders, which is just uh, glitter. And that's a glee duster. It sprays glitter out, and we sell them for you know, but before Burning Man. And you say, okay, yeah, how many have you sold scoots? Uh, thus far, just just uh, well, well, I sold one, but that was actually turned out to be Dustbusters lawyers that purchased it. So actually, negative. Uh, what are they? Four hundred thousand dollars. Negative. We've made negative four hundred thousand dollars on the glee dusters. Oh boy, cheap joke alert! The Glee Dusters are a bust. Uh, so anyway, that's the podcast. Sorry, I, I usually don't get that jokey. I don't know. Is it like is a dust a duster's one of those long jackets, right? So I could see that the Tooth Fairy probably needs something with a lot of pockets. You know, something leather or you know wind resistance. So that's it. Tonight's podcast sponsored by Glee Duster, the duster that brings you glee. Glee Duster uh, from Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, since I'm glad you're here, I really hope I ha- and yearn to help you fall asleep. I'm totally uh, goofed. I'm a total goofball. Well, not a total goofball. I mean, I take this darn seriously. Um, but but you don't need to. You uh, Clearly. Oh, I mean, I, what do I got to do? I don't even have to do a metaphor. I just got to be myself. And you say, okay. Uh, so I say, I really appreciate your time, and I hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether that's uh, thinking, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, you know, things on your mind. Maybe you're not sure, or maybe you're traveling, maybe somebody's out of town. Whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of those things. In a safe place, I'm going to try to create. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, a trailing off. Uh, that, that's like something, uh, like a, usually it's natural. Tonight I'm trying to, uh, in this intro, intentionally do it a little more, slow it down. Uh, but mostly it's good to create a friendly, uh, safe place where you feel welcome. Because I'm glad you're here. You know, I've had trouble sleeping in the past, uh, uh, so I know what you've been through. So this is just a silly little uh, podcast to take your mind off. So if you're new, here's the structure of the show. Or if you're a regular listener, too, 
the first five or six minutes of the show is business, uh, like, uh, and that's how we keep the show going. So if you're new, you don't really need to listen to it. If you're a regular listener, pretty essential you listen to that, even if you listen in the day tomorrow. And that's how we keep the archives free and all that. But, but if you're new, don't worry about it. Uh, then we have an intro, which we've just started. The intros are somewhere between 8 and uh, 20 minutes, usually on the 12 to 14-minute side. And they're kind of like, a, like a, I guess they're the, I haven't said this in a while, but they are like the doormat of the podcast where they say, no, I guess more like the red carpet of the podcast because the door, these intros are a lot longer than the than a doormat. Uh, if it was appropriate for homes to have uh, like a red carpet, or I mean, not necessarily red, uh, like any color, like what if we did like uh, like you said, geez, well, like I'm getting we're getting ready, I'm going to go into business competing with doormats. So what are you coming up with? Well, it's like a red carpet, but less pretentious, less likely to stain. Uh, I guess it's just a really long doormat. Uh, like you put it, like it, like because you say, geez, well, this is a door. This is forty times more efficient than a doormat because uh, you people are like we got all that scrapey, like bristly stuff. Maybe you even, I mean, we could upsell people. Maybe there's a little pond. Some people walk through. If you have electronics, you could have the sticky stuff like you see in the uh, movies, like where you like. Uh, if you're like on Better Call Saul, you could have like a D, you know, whatever you call that, demagnetizer. You know, super high end ones. You could blow dry people's shoes. And, uh, you know, if it's futuristic, you could have them, you know, put their shoes in there and it takes it away, stores them somewhere, polishes them, and brings them back. Uh, but we'll just start with so, like a runner. No, 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 no running. No running into my house, please. Uh, no, this is like the red carpet. I want people to feel like uh, the floors are going to be cleaner because they're walking on this carpet. I want them to feel like a celebrity, but, you know, without that, you know, that they don't have to be. Uh, you just, 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 that's, but actually I'm trying to, 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 to explain what the intro is. It's kind of like that, you know, wipe off the dirt and the grime of the day. You know, you, you like set the mood where you say, okay. I mean, I guess that's what a red carpet does. Uh, I mean, don't think about this because I, I don't talk to a lot of celebrities. And I mean, I imagine I'm celebrities all the time, but uh, you'd say, like, uh, hey, Anna, what's it like walking down the red carpet? Like, uh, does it set your mindset to say, okay, well, I know I'm going to have my, like, those are like, you know, you're going to have your picture taken, you know, you got to be. You gotta have your smile on. You gotta be ready to to interact with uh, who, who said uh, Ryan? Uh, how do I not Seacrest? Uh, Seacrest? Uh, like you gotta be ready to do Mar- Mario Lopez. Uh, all the other people that I love, uh, whose names I forget, uh, that are on the red carpet, and you, you gotta you gotta be ready to uh, like that's when you gotta be your, your like a. Uh, you really like it. It is a sense of place. Red carpet gives a sense of place. Maybe it is there to help the celebrities. I mean, here's a free pro-am tip for anybody, future celebrities. When you're on the red carpet, try to get like, try to get a pathway burned in your brain. that says, don't pick your nose. Uh, and then you, you know, you won't, especially nowadays, it's going to be on camera no matter what, uh, 
you know, don't pick your nose, no wedgie, you know, don't, just ignore your wedgie. If you have a wedgie, ignore it. You know, if you're worried about a body part being, you know, check to see if it fly X, Y, Z, make sure your flies up, your, uh, if you have your nape, your neck, and more exposed, you know, double check that everything, all the double-sided tape is working. I mean, for me, it would just be don't scowl and don't pick your nose, which would probably be, if I didn't pick my nose, I'd be ahead of the game, which would probably be good. Like, uh, I guess I could use a red carpet, like a permanent red carpet wherever I go, like before I talk to any humans, uh, be like, okay, there's a human being coming up. I'm, okay, don't pick your nose. Don't scowl. Don't, you know, you know, pretend, you know, try to smile or, you know, try to like, uh, so yeah, what about that? Like, how about, how, maybe that's where Google Glass went wrong. It didn't know it didn't have red carpet mode where it said, Hey, this is, you're on a red carpet now. I know you're not really on a red carpet, but if you can, uh, draw the same parallel conclusions and, you know, think our good friend Anna. I don't know. I'm sure there's other podcast listeners that have been on the red carpet before, but, you know, to, to say, okay, like, uh, yeah, let, let me, like, uh, maybe I would not have a swerve on, but maybe have, like, uh, not your actual swerve, but the spirit of swerve on. If I'm not, I'm not even sure 100 percent what that means, but you know that would be good to have. Uh, so the next time when you come out with uh, like uh, augmented reality, also trade. You know, if anybody's listening, that uh, like let's trademark that one right now. Uh, red carpet mode, property scoots industries uh, for for augmenting your reality. Also, maybe I'll write a book. Red carpet mode, five ways. Uh, Five ways that I've never proven in my own life, but will probably work enough to sell an ebook about uh, five ways to bring the red carpet to everyday life. Uh, red carpet mode. Okay, see, I, I didn't realize this was a press conference, but somebody said, "Oh, did I?" Yes, I did. Used to write uh, erotic knock fiction. That was there. That was called red knocking on the red carpet. I think that was. This is different. Yeah, no, this is a uh, red carpet mode, uh, red carpet philosophy. Oh, yeah, the Red Carpet Institute. I like that. Thank you. Uh, I, I will be co-opting that. Anyway, sorry, if you're a new listener, th- so this is like this intro. <laughs> it's more like the pea green carpet uh, of, of uh, versus a red carpet, but uh, close enough, right? You know, let's just call it ne- like the sleepiest version of neon green, you know, because I don't like pea green. No offense, pea green. You know, but it, it like so it leads you to the podcast. It does. And that is my intention to set the mood, to make you feel welcome, to make you feel connected, kind of connected enough so you could disconnect. Because here's the thing, like there's a ton of people listening to this podcast right now. And while not everybody is going through the same thing. You know, a lot of people are like, uh, they need a little help falling asleep, but they need a little company. And that's why I'm here to keep you company. I'm the kind of company that you keep that you don't got to listen to. And I'm the kind of sleep podcast you don't necessarily need to feel the pressure to sleep to. You'll just fall asleep. Uh, I guess that would be the purple carpet. It would have like beds set up and you'd be walking out and you'd say, well, I didn't even get to the, like, the Scoots Awards. I fell asleep on the way in. I, I, I did cuddle with Mario Lopez. I know he's working on uh, Candy Crush. 
He said, well, what celebrities did you see? Well, Weird Al, but he, Scooter paid him to go there. Urkel and, uh, I think, uh, I said, uh, like, uh, I think I saw Screech, but that could have been Scooter. Uh, but uh, Dustin Diamond, yes, I do like, uh. But I think those were all Scooter, other than Weird Al. Scooter said he paid Weird Al to come. Uh, it could have been a dream, though. It could have been asleep, uh, too. So if you're new here, so this is the intro, then there's going to be a proper podcast story part. And you can fall asleep whenever you want. But if you can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. So just take your time. Settle in. Now, this podcast, clearly, if you've been listening for the last 15 minutes, is a bit different. It's not a... I mean, like, I honestly think these are probably pretty good business. I mean, my reality is augmented, believe me. Whatever whatever the polar opposite of augment is, like, is that saddled? Like, uh, <laughs> augmented fantasy. I think that's what I call my reality. You see, geez. But, but anyway, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But, uh, so this podcast, it doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries. I hope it works for you. And I appreciate you coming by. I mean, uh, there's a lot of things to put you to sleep out there. This one's a little bit different. I hope it feels friendly. I hope you feel welcome. And as I say, like every podcast, I mean, I'm really glad you're here. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive uh, to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts uh, you're thinking about, stuff on your mind, uh, physical feelings, emotions bubbling up or you know churning any kind of churning you know here's i don't know if i said this in an opening it is possible though don't churn any butter in bed uh how about that for rhyme but butter your bread don't butter it in bed there's a there's this there's a t-shirt and there's a slogan to live by when you butter your bread don't do i guess it's all it's a it three quarter uh, slogan not quite there we'll get, hopefully we'll, i'll remember to get back to that buttering and churning Here's a question that dairy, the dairy cows asked themselves. How do we sleep when the butter's churning? Hey, that's a, that was a cheap uh, midnight oil joke. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, if you're new here... Oh, wait, where was I? I was barely... So this is a podcast to put you to sleep, but we do it with a bedtime story, as I said. Try to create a safe place where you can be distracted from whatever's keeping you awake. Whether it, Oh, I said that. So, so the safe place is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling... Soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, which a dragon, that dragon stone. I wanted to say dragon glass, but that would make me in the end of a dragon glass. Uh, I'd be on the butt end of a dragon glass if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Khaleesi, hello, Khaleesi, are you there? Can you hear me? I mean, I could use an interpreter to interpret, interpret my j- gibberish, uh, but she's in love with someone else. Uh, alas, anyway, uh, back to the new listener. So I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to try to use different things. So one, to make you feel welcome. I'm glad you're here. 
And I really hope I can help you fall asleep because I've been there, uh, tossing, turning, angst-ridden, I would say, like saying, geez, why can't I just fall asleep? Why, like, why has it got to be such a pain in the dragon glass? Also, anybody's asking regular Game of Thrones listeners, yes, I will do a Stannis interpretation at, at some point, maybe for the Blue Apron mid-roll. Uh, but so, what was I saying? So if you're new here, uh, a couple things. I'll give you the structure of the show. Uh, it starts out with about six minutes of business. If you're new, it's a sleep podcast. We got to do that out front and enables us, uh, the sponsors enable us to keep our archives free. So supporting those go directly towards keeping the archives free. And so we talk about the sponsors. We talk about the patron patrons who help, uh, like, uh, pay for some of the labor that goes into the show. So we got to do the business up front. That's how we keep the whole podcast free and all the archives free are the people that, uh, Listen to that. If you're new here, it's not that important. If you're a regular listener, it is critical. So when you touch your refrigerator tomorrow, please remember to check the show notes or go over to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors. But if you're new, you can kind of, you, you know, thanks for sticking around to, for the beginning of the business. Uh, then what we do after the business is uh, there's an intro. Usually it's about 12 minutes of me uh Fixate. I guess I'm metaphor fix. I don't know if I'm fixated on metaphors or metaphor fixated. Metaphor is obsessed, uh, obsessively metaphoring. There's another autobiography I could write. Uh, maybe that would just be a chapter. Obsessively metaphoring. I think that will be a chapter uh, on something I'm working on. But of course, when you're obsessing, you're not usually doing it the like. So I usually try to create a metaphor for the podcast and uh, ramble about it, and that's the intro. Some people use it to get ready for bed. More and more people are using it on their commutes or the whole podcast. But the intro is kind of like it's different every time, but it's familiar, so you know you're in the safe place. That I'm glad you're here. And if you're new, like, then we'll talk about Game of Thrones after. The episodes will be about about an hour. So I'm here to keep your company in the deep, dark night, like I said, to take your mind off of stuff, uh, to try to make it, like, to try to add some levity to bedtime, because I know it can get just terribly serious for me. And it, there's a couple other things if you're new. One, it, this is weird. It's a podcast you don't need to listen to. You can just barely kind of listen even if you like Game of Thrones, it's really going to be like this was a like a like the opening episode, so it was awesome. But you know, it was more disc- like it was a play set, a, set, a check-in type thing. So, but e- even if you were as riveted as I was the three times I've watched it, uh, and we're going to cue it up a fourth time here on mute. Even if, like, I'll, I won't, I won't be doing it justice. Like, I'll be doing it justice by putting you to sleep. Uh, so, and then you can listen tomorrow if you say, "Well, I got to hear what Scoots had to say." I mean, I'll tell you what. I like. I'll, I'll start with the ending. That that, that dress and the Khaleesi. I like. Uh, I would like to like uh, do a silent round of applause. Uh, for the uh, embroider, like the costume, I mean, I, I know that's a lock for the Emmy every year, I would think, uh, the costumes on Game of Thrones. Holy cow. And, and the other ones. And so we'll be talking about that. We'll even be getting input because I watched the first time with about uh, 10 people, uh, family members and future family members. And so, uh, like, I like to watch the show wrapped with total silence, but when you're watching with a group of family, you know, they can comment. So uh, I'll add in some, a few observations I heard in the room here. 
Oh, so you don't need, but here's the thing. You don't really need to listen to me. That's what I was trying to say, but it took me about five minutes. So, so you just kind of listen, you kick back, and you drift off whenever you feel like it. But you also should feel no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here at least an hour. Next, Starting next week, our Game of Thrones episodes will be over an hour because they're monstrous in the best way possible. Uh, so you're like, I'll be here to keep you company. This is more like a keep you company cast, uh, a friend that's keeping you company that you don't like. There's no social thing where you should feel like, well, I got to entertain this person or at least make them feel heard. No, no. You make me feel heard by doing whatever you, you know, you, you want to, uh, you know, whatever you want to do. Ideally you, you drift off, but there is a portion of listeners that listen to this maybe for, for, for company in the deep dark night. They're not going to fall asleep. People that are waking up in the middle of the night or people that are like during the day, they say, geez, I need a little Calgon bath to take me away. And that's like my, you know, my mouth's full of hot air and bubbles anyway. So uh, I'm kind of like a washing machine in a 1930s comedy when they, they put too much soap bubbles in there and then it overflows and everything. I was just talking about Laurel. Believe it or not, I was just talking about Laurel and Hardy about 20 minutes ago with somebody. And we had a disagreement because they were a Castel, Abbott and Costello person. We didn't really have a disagreement. We agreed to disagree. And they had pretty good reasons, and I had pretty good reasons. What does that have? So, so that's, that's a mini tangent. It was going to go on a tangent about buttering your bread in bed uh, and churning butter, but I think, uh, like, a. Uh, I don't know. I think as a reasonable person, like, well, we were going to say that when you get in bed, don't butter your bread. I guess it could be a metaphor, but uh, you really don't like you don't need to butter your bread the night before. That could be another one. That's is that a truism or what's that one? Uh, is that a platitude? One day, like I guess, like what do you aspire to? Well, one day I'd like to uh, create some platitudes, uh, or whatever the like pithy sayings, uh, like whatever the most negative version of those two things is. Is it trite or is trite for something shorter? Uh, you know, you can't butter your bread ahead of time. I, I think it like the bread butterist. There you go. Uh, who could we get? Who could we get in that? That does sound like a. Uh, that does sound a bit like a. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, but I, I think we have, we're onto something. You can't churn your butter and you can't churn butter and bread. It, <laughs> mush mouth. I got it. I do have that. You can't churn butter and bed. Be, be, you can't churn butter in bed. Somebody get Sally off those seashells, seashells on the seashore, and and see if she wants to uh, consult with me about a new the new uh, tongue twisters. I mean, I I do give this shout out uh, every once in a while uh, to everyone at Bridesmaids, uh, the Bridesmaids movie that came out years ago. I read that script before I saw the movie about ten times, the production script, because it was up for an Oscar, I believe. And it was so funny when uh, uh, Kristen Wiig's character, e- even in the writing, where she said, uh, "There's a colonial woman churning butter, uh, churning butter on the wing of the plane," it, it, it crushed me. But then when Kristen Wiig delivered the lines in the movie, it was ten times funnier. And I mean, I was crying, laughing, just reading that. Uh, so anyway, what does all this have to do with sleep? I guess it's meant to be friendly. I'm like a friend coming over that's talking nonsense. That's what it's meant to be. Now, if you're new, if you came here because you love Game of Thrones, holy cow, do I love Game of Thrones. So this isn't some sort of, uh, I lo- oh man, I love Game of Thrones so much. Uh, 
and I really enjoyed this episode, so I can't wait to talk about it. But uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll like a, I'm developing a, like a new like a like a thir- there's a, here's another great New Yorker article. There was one about uh, short order cooks and how their brains work. This was again about 12 years ago when I had a New Yorker subscription, and I, I uh, had a lot of time I was procrastinating with uh, reading the uh, articles. Uh, but I'm developing like a short, a short border cook, like a short border cook brain. So like, even when I try to like, even when stuff comes up in the episode, I'll try to like talk like this and, uh, it'd be like, well, one did, T- I don't know if Tyrion had any dialogue in this episode. I don't think he did. And I know I saw at the tail end when Weiss and Benioff were talking about it, but I was just thinking, wow, he had no dialogue. Uh, either the Varys. With some terrific acting, it was both of them uh, with no dialogue. Everyone in the Khaleesi crew, and that's how I think it would be, the Khaleesi crew. You wouldn't say Khaleesi's crew. The Khaleesi crew, I, I mean, that's just, I mean, the Dragon Queen's brood. Yeah, that could be another one, uh, a Starcraft brain. You know, get Kerrigan over here. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's do a mashup. Uh, Starcraft meets GOT. Kerrigan vs. Khaleesi, Game of Thrones 2. Well, you're right. Cersei, Cersei would be in charge of the Terrans, I guess. Uh, Protoss would probably be, oh boy. I don't know. I guess, like, I, well, let's not, let's not go on a whole StarCraft uh, Game of Thrones tangent. Just, just, just yet. Uh, so if you're new here, I'm glad you came by. This is a silly podcast to take your mind off stuff, keep you company. And ideally, put you in a situation where you could be distracted. I, I, I almost can guarantee, you know, with all my churning and buttering of bread, I would like to butter you up like a piece of bread. I'll tell you that much. How you doing? And I mean, it, that's that's metaphorically. I mean, if you're talking about non-metaphorically, masande, oh boy, probably not butter, but but uh, anyway, maybe uh, some cocoa butter. Uh, anyway, I get holy. My brain is so. If you're new here. I appreciate you coming by. Podcast is different. It's a little bit like different from a Game of Thrones podcast, different from any most podcasts, different from anything. I'm a different person. And yes, I did watch a lot of Different World back in the day. You bet your bottom dollar I did, Annie. There couldn't be, I guess those are pretty far apart, Annie and, and uh, well, they both were different worlds. You're right. It's the same thing. Anyway. Holy cow, should I do a StarCraft Different World uh, Game of Thrones mashup? Uh, maybe. Well, let, let's talk about it another time because I'm just trying to close this intro. So if you're new, uh, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. Like, I, you know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. So, like, give it a few tries. That's what most reviewers say. If you're coming into this skeptical, I don't blame you one bit. Like, what the heck is this? This guy, what's this guy even talking? Like, right, but I'm I'm talking about it and being ridiculous in the most friendly way I can. So if it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. If you're not sure, I mean, most people that didn't work for it, they hung up just like a telephone call back in the day. So if you're still here, give it a few tries. Like, what do you have to lose? It's free podcast, you know, and I hope it helps you. There was just someone that really rewrote a review recently and their first review was like pretty rough. Uh, they called me a muttering cheech and a bunch of things. And they went out of the way. I want to thank them. And they went out of the way of revising their review, leaving their old review in there to show the contrast of their experience. So give it a few tries, just like that person. They're, they're, after Even after a couple episodes, they were like, what is this? Uh, 
But then they like learned that it's like, what is what is this? It's like a, I'm like a houseplant or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what the, I'm just churning. My brain's full of churned butter. By the way, it was churn. It was churned. Always over churned. Uh, so anyway, I'm glad you're here. That's what I'm trying to say. I appreciate you coming by. I work very hard. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. All right. Thanks for thanks for listening. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast. It's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, you know, running through your brain, feelings, physical sensations. Travel, changes, you know, changes in routine, storm, you know, stormy weather, like stormy stuff, uh, like uh, mind you going blank. Whatever's keeping you awake, uh, I'd like to distract you from that. What I'm going to do, did I already say I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set all that aside, a friendly place, a warm, welcoming place. Where I'm glad you're here, and I hope I hope it, like uh, this place could accommodate you. And I really do try to carve that out. I think I've stressed that sometimes, uh, like a snow fort. I, like, we'll come back to that, but that truly is uh, like uh, well, yeah, we'll get back to it. So I'm trying to create a safe place, uh, a figurative snow, you know, with the warm stuff that I can, you know, I'll, I'll work on that imagery. In the meantime, for the new listeners, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, yeah, pointless meanders, uh, long meanders, meander wear. I'll be wearing meander wear. Also, be like some people say they're reading tea leaves. I read my meander wear. They say, which what what does this say? Like, uh. It, when I'm wearing it, it, which even slows, you know, that's very distracting. Like when you try to look at your tag, how often does that happen? It feel, I feel like I'm always trying to read tags that are on clothes on me. Usually I'm trying to rip them off without ripping the shirt or the, but it's like, uh, it, like when, when would, it, why do I have a memory of reading tags? I think that might be like, uh, wonder if that was implanted in us in the matrix. That's proof of the matrix maybe. Because when really would someone say, is that a rayon shirt? Holy moly. And you say, I don't know. Let me check. I mean, maybe with jeans, someone would say, like, uh, I guess trying to talk my brother into buying some jeans recently. And then he said, is there stretch in those jeans? And I said, I believe there are. Uh, but I still didn't check my, and I had, I had jeans on, but uh, he still wasn't checking, like, in the store. It's kind of like... Uh, I mean, think about how much we criticize dogs for chasing their own tails or more like write them off. You say, okay, they're not going to be taken over. No reason. No wonder they're domesticated. They're chasing their own tails. And meanwhile, we're like, I mean, at least I can only speak for myself. I'm chasing my tags. And then the dog says, it's a freaking cotton shirt. It's 100% cotton. I don't know what you're looking up Uh and then the dog said, that was a memory implanted by the maid, and I'm not even talking to you. This is, And I said, anyway, I thought I was going to talk about snow forts after I welcomed the new listeners. I'm sorry, uh, Matrix dog. 
also a good pet name, just in case anybody's thinking about naming a pet. We always have this segment when it comes up. And Matrix, that's a good name, especially if you're if you're if if you're a Matrix lover. Like if you love Dot Matrix Brenners, probably not not very many people do. The movies, The Matrix. What if you love? I I really if if the movie I love the movie The Matrix. But if it didn't exist, it would still be a wonderful word, matrix. And I think that is matrix. It's two syllables. Correct me if I'm wrong, brain, which I, but I think it's two syllables. And the second one has got like a oomph to it. And those are key in naming pets. If, if you excuse me, I am a pet naming hobbyist. Uh, so let's run through this. Sorry to hijack the intro. That was going to be about snow forks, snow forks. Snow Forks, uh, the forks you scoop snow with. That's tonight's sponsor. And they're having a summer sale. Oh, they just went out of business. Oh, that's quick. Anyway, back to the uh, back to Matrix. So, dog, that would be a good name for a cat. I definitely could see a cat being named Matrix, you know, depending on its uh, fur or its personality or how much you love. Maybe you love matrices. Uh, matrixes, matrices, uh, matrices sounds like something in a royal, like a servant at a royal event, uh, or like, what's that third person carrying your, your, uh, whatever the thing, your gloves or something? Well, it's my matrices. She's the assistant to the matron's assistant, uh, matrices. But yeah. What about name? I don't think matrix is the best name. Well, a bird named matrix, uh. That sounds like it. That's a story again. They could write itself to a bird named Matrix. I don't think you could. Yeah, I don't think you could pick a better, at least for a title of a book, a title of a book or a story. What about? Okay, so let's talk small mammals. Let's do it. Uh, Matrix. I can see fix fish. <laughs> uh, sorry, but sometimes I just laugh when my brain says stuff. I said, "What did, did you just say? Fix instead of fish." Uh, but fish, you can name fish matrix. Uh, I think maybe with single syllable words for fish is probably more efficient. Uh, cause you I mean, let's be honest, uh, you know, after the first couple of weeks, how much you're going to be interacting with those fish, uh, you know, just when you feed them and you just say here, fishy, fishy, fishy anyway. That's nice. I guess that would be, I'm not working on any books on boosting self-esteem, but I think, well, this is probably what leads to overfishing, overfeeding a fish. That's what I meant. But, uh, it's like that good feeling you get when you say here, fishy, fishy, and the fish come. Let me talk about getting your validation in strange places, but that's where, like, uh, you know, you got to get it where you can find it. Yeah, here's like here's some terrible personal advice. If you need validation, get a fish and then feed it, and you'll feel at least however many times a day you feed the fish while it lives, you'll feel validated until you invalidate the fish, or just feed it once a day, or twice a day. You know, consult your veterinarian or your carnival worker, and I guess name that fish Matrix because uh, a, a gerbil named Matrix. I could see that. Uh, but then somebody's going to, some, some, uh, you know, know it all, some pet know it all is going to come to your house. So why'd you name it Matrix? Like with a cat, you'd say, look at its fur, look at its eyes. Because, it, like, well, how can you get more leeway? I guess you do, just because animals, uh, cats and dogs have more personality. 
I know, like, not a lot of people have pigs as pets, but that would be a good pig matrix. Mm, maybe not. You're right. It's just a gut feeling. Uh, guinea pig named Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, probably stick to, like, uh, so it's a, it's a iffy name. It's a nice word, though, Matrix. I don't know what I had, how I, why I started talking about it, uh, honest to gosh, uh, because I was hoping to get new listeners set up. So new listeners, if you're new here, oof, there's a little dose of the matrix of my mind, which is more like a, uh, like a gobbledygook, like a guy, if, if gobbledygook could be a matrix, they just cooked ramen the other day. That's about as straight a line as I can get, you know, with this, that's like the podcast intros, like a, a bowl, a lump of ramen. I don't think that's a matrix because matrix, matrix, matrices are usually more efficient or they're working for the, like the royal class carrying their gloves. I wonder, maybe I'll put out a job thing. Matrices, I'm hiring for matrices. Uh, so just like a, you know, in, in an unpaid matrices position currently. Or what do they say? Salary, salary based on experience or something. You say, well, how many years have you been? I've never heard of a matrices. Right. So I can't pay you because you've never been a matrices. Well, they don't exist. Well, they do. You just don't have any, like, that's your salary's contingent on experience. You don't have any experience. Well, actually, I'm a professional snowboarder, so I carry my gloves all the time. Well, it's different, different situation entirely. Uh, anyway, I gotta get back to, so if you're new here, it's clearly podcast a little bit silly. You don't need to listen to it, but I'm pretty confident. Like if the podcast that you were distracted, you may have been confused and distracted, but that you were distracted from whatever was keeping you awake, uh, while I was rambling. So that's one thing. Podcasts are meant to distract you, take your mind off stuff, engage you just enough, uh, but you also don't need to listen. So you can have permission to tune out or to, to, to drift off whenever you feel like it. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, but you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep right away. Um, like, a, like just fall asleep when you can. I'm here to like be here, keep you company, keep you mildly, barely entertained uh, while you drift off in a dreamland to create a, a safe, comfortable place, much like... Uh, the perfect snow fort, which maybe only exists in the, like, uh, is that a plutonian ideal? A pl- pl- plutonian ideal, like a uh, snow fort, could that have one of those? It would be cozy. It would be warm. Uh, it would, you know, be shady where, where you get in womb-like. It would definitely womb-like. You know, if you want room for two, there could be room for two. Comfy, you know, where you could lie or sit down. And you say, man, I feel good in here. I feel like I could relax and, you know, just chill out. Uh, and then, you know, go pelt my siblings with snowballs uh, after they walk by or whatever the plan is. Also, it's summertime, so I don't know what I'm, why I've got snow forts on the brain. But uh, so I get, like, yeah, I have a snow fort envy or snow fort withdrawal, 30 years of it. So if you're new here, you don't really need to listen or pay attention. You also don't need to feel any pressure to fall asleep. These episodes are about an hour. Like the structure of the show, a little late to share this, but the first five or six minutes or so or uh, housekeeping, and that's how we keep the show free. 
and sponsors and supporters. Uh, so if you're new, not that important. If you're a regular listener, it's kind of critical you listen to that part. And I appreciate everybody that does that. Uh, then we have an intro, which we're hopefully on the tail end of. Uh, and the intro is kind of a show within a show where people like fall asleep or start to unwind or brush their teeth, make, make and unmake their beds, puff their pillows, all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, then we'll have an episode of Story Tonight. That'll be about 40, 45 minutes or so. And then some thank yous on the tail end of the show. And that's it. It's a podcast to take your mind off stuff, to put you at ease. It doesn't work for everybody. That's the only catch. Uh, I'm an acquired taste. You know, just like you can't name every pet matrix, you can't, like, not everybody's going to fall asleep to this podcast, but give it a few tries. 90% of the reviews say, hey, I listened to it a few times, or I was skeptical, and then I started to enjoy it. Uh, you know, unfortunately, that doesn't exactly translate to personal life, like, uh, but, but you know, it works for the podcast. So like I say, well, first you got on my nerves, and then I was like, well, but wait a second, I don't get, like, uh, you just got to sit back and listen, and then I fall asleep. So give it a few tries. I hope it helps you. And I say this every episode because, I mean, it. I'm really glad you're here. I work hard. I yearn and strive to help you fall. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. So thank you for coming by. All right, good night. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and rest play. We're going to do the rest, and what we're going to do is try to create a safe place where we could, where you could set aside uh, whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, changes you know, disrupted routine or like, I think I have a rocky routine. Maybe I'll go to like, maybe I can talk about that tonight. You yeah, mean, do, 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 have I talked about my bedtime routine and, and non routine? Maybe I'll talk about that. But, uh, what, 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 what oh, if you're new. So if you, oh, here's what I, here, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you feel welcome because I'm glad you're here. Uh, where you feel like you're under no pressure to fall asleep or to listen. So you can set aside your uh, whatever's keeping you awake. And I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, like uh, pauses, uhs and ahs, and, you know, old boys. I haven't said Ashkash Bagash in a while, but Ashkash Bagash, I haven't said that in a while. You know, I use different things, different techniques, uh, all to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. So if you're new, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for trying out the show or coming back for your second or third try or your 150th trial. You uh, And I know some people have been listening since there's 500 or whatever, 500 or whatever episodes. You know, won't be all of a sudden I'm going to look down and I'm going to be working on episode 601. I'll be like, oh boy, we just passed 600, 600. And I didn't even realize it. So I was working episode 61. But anyway, I'm glad you're here. If you're new, let me explain to you the structure of the show to get you familiar. And then we'll go from there. If you're new, 
Uh, let's see. Well, let me explain. Let me explain you. Show. So, if you're new, here's the things you need to know. First, the structure of the show. First five or six minutes, you know, is the business side of the show because it's a podcast about people. So, so, we give out the credits in order to keep a giant archive of over 500 episodes. Uh, uh, sponsors and patrons help do that. Uh, so, this is what we talk about at the top of the show. That's what keeps it free. Keeps all our ar- archives free. If you're new, not that important. You know, you might have said, what? What is he like? But, you know, it's kind of a necessity with the sleep podcast. If you're a regular listener, ideally you're looking in the show notes or listening tomorrow. As soon as your hand hits the fridge, say, geez, who sponsored last night's Sleep With Me episode? So that's so that's the first five or six minutes. Then we're in an intro where over the past five five to six hundred episodes I've attempted to explain what the podcast is, haven't settled on exactly what it is yet. Uh, I don't know, what do, call, what do scientists call that, like, uh, when they're not quite sure? Like, when the platypus was first discovered, is it is a platypus, a, a, like, a, is it a mammal? As soon as the teacher showed the picture of the platypus, okay, well, boy, there's a book titled A Picture of a Platypus. Uh, okay, man, I guess we're not going to talk about whatever the other thing I said we were going to talk about, my bedtime routine, because uh, A Picture of a Platypus, I could I could go with that. I could, I think I could do something with that. Uh, but as soon as the teacher showed a picture of the platypus, I stopped listening when he was talking about, well, it lays eggs, but it's a mammal. And uh, so, what was? Why was I talking? Does anybody know why I was talking about a platypus? Any ideas? Anyone? I, I honestly don't know. Hopefully, I'll remember. But I'm going to keep talking. What does a platypus have? Why was I talking about a platypus? Also, this is another technique. Uh, circling back to like, I get lost in my own brain, so then I have to circle back to find out where I got lost. That was strange, too, because I, I saw a platypus, then I followed it, and I saw my teacher in fifth grade was talking about a platypus, and then I got distracted by the picture of the platypus, then realized that I was, had been following a platypus uh, or a platypus. Then part of me was like, weren't we going to write a book about a, a, called a picture of a platypus? Uh, that could be, I think, like, hey, Kanye, Drake, you know, you could bid against each other. I think that could be the next a picture of a platypus. You know, what do you think? One of you, one of you could go with that. And don't feud over it. Just pay me. You know, just bid money. Don't don't do any feuding. Uh, but, you, you know, think about it. Think about uh, Or I could, you know, I could go with somebody else. Kendrick, I don't know. Do you have my number? Because Drake and Kanye do not. Also, I don't answer my phone. So if you could get a, like a, I don't know. So anyway, if you're new, I think I was trying to talk to, oh, oh yeah, there's a, I was trying to explain what the podcast intro was, where I get lost and try to mix, mix, explain what the platypus, like, <laughs> that was not on purpose, what the podcast is about. You got, you got platypus on the brain tonight, uh, but like, uh, I do. Like, I got triple plat. I got platypuses running around everywhere. Here's a question. This is just an assumption, which, according to, you know, that I shouldn't be making. I'm just assuming platypuses waddle. Uh, but they could scurry. I guess they could see a platypus. How come that word doesn't get used in this podcast, Scoots? Uh, scurry. I'd say it's a good question. It's a lovely word. Uh, the scurry... 
of a platypus. Uh, it doesn't quite work. Uh, but that could be track number one, uh, Kendrick. Uh, scurry. Just call that track Scurry. Featuring Scoots, uh, DJ Echo Bass, and uh, Trill. Anyway, let me get back to the new listeners. So so there's an intro. It's about 12 minutes to 14 minutes. Uh, right, like, uh, it's part of some people's bedtime routine. You know, they get to start the podcast. They shut off their phone. They get in bed. You know, turn out the lights. They've already pressed play. And they snuggle in, maybe uh, whatever, whatever other stuff. I don't know if they're diffusing things. I was going to talk about my bedtime routine, but I don't want to take away from you, new listener. So let me tell you the other things. Uh, so the intro is long and confusing because, you know, like uh, I got a brain load of platypi. And I never heard back from the sloths or the koalas. No offense, I don't know which is like a more confused creature that seems adorable, platypus or koala. Because from what I hear, koalas, I haven't heard any, no offense, I haven't heard anything good about you. Other than from that you, you, you're photogenic. I mean, and there can't be any argument about that. It's like, holy I guess you're like celebrities, like uh, the ones like a super photo, like you're, you're so photogenic, uh, koalas. But other than that, especially people in Australia, I got a lot of emails about. They said, "Don't scoots, uh, don't don't snuggle with koalas." So I don't know platypuses. I don't know what the verdict is. You definitely don't have the PR. I mean, you're photogenic in another, a different way, kind of like me. They say, you you know, you you look interesting. You have character. So we share that, platypuses, platypi. Oh, new listeners, excuse me again. So, the like, the, the intro's long and winding. Then after the intro will be the bedtime story portion. It's in the show notes if you ever want to skip ahead to just the story. Because uh, I know some people don't, like some people, the intro kind of became a show within a show. Because uh, the whole idea of the podcast is to put people to sleep. Uh, and it's kind of like a bedtime story. It's, it's 560 intros or whatever of a bedtime story about a man who makes a sleep podcast. Uh, and I've been telling that bedtime story, 12-minute bedtime story. And it's different every time. But... Uh, Never makes any sense. So you're right. You're right, brain. You're right, platypus brain. Are you a? Are you? A, what are you? A lizard or a mammalian? Does a platypus have a lizard brain or a mammalian brain, or a bird brain? I've got all three. So, so if you're a new listener, that's the structure of the show. Then it ends with some thank you. So uh, business long intro that you can use to get ready for bed. You can fall asleep to it. It, it ideally it offers something familiar. And comforting because they do care. I know, like, I, I hear from a lot of different people going through a lot of different stuff. And the one thing when it, when my, my heart goes wing or whatever, whoosh, whoosh, crinch, squanch, squinch, squanch, or whatever the sound of a flower opening to the bill of a platypus is, uh, it says, man, it's tough out there and you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, Whatever's keeping you up. And that's why I make the show. That's why it comes out three times a week. That's why I work so hard. And that's why the show's complete. It's an hour long. I'll be here. Whether it's the business, the intro, the story, or the thank yous to keep you company. 
Because if you can't fall asleep, I want to be here at your side or your ears or uh, at a comfortable distance, uh, like those koalas, you know, telephoto distance koalas. Also, just like Circe, you're like, I don't believe it anyway. I'd say, well, I still snuggle with them. And they say, well, I know I know, Circe's bad for me, but, I, you know, uh, I don't want to use a telephoto lens. I'd like to find out, you know, I'd like to find out that uh, on my own. I don't even know when this intro is going to be, what episode it's going to be on. That's what's funny. It's not going to be on a GOT episode. But anyway, uh, so if you're new, I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. You don't need to listen to me. I'm here to keep you company and to take your mind off of stuff so you can drift off whenever you feel like it. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. This podcast, uh, I just keep you company till you get you saying, well, he's not really making, he's making kind of sense. You know, I'm kind of like the hay penny. I don't like. I don't even know what the heck a hay penny was. But nowadays, I'm not alone. No one knows what a hay penny is except for you know, you know, trivia experts and know it alls. And that's fine if you like. If you're a know it all, I don't. I'm not trying to shame you. I'm a know it all a lot of times. But for most people, I guess the assumption it's not a penny. It's no penny. And and I mean, no offense, penny. I, I think uh, koalas are doing better than you, reputation wise. So I'm like, I don't know why I said I'm the hay penny, but it's kind of like this. That's what you say. Well, he's not really, he's making kind of sense. The hay penny probably would be worth something if you had 10 million of them. You see, well, where are you going to go? There's no more hay penny exchanges. They'd say, I don't know, but you could say hay penny, hay penny will do. Anyway, if you're so if you're new here, give the podcast a few tries. It's different, it's strange, it's a little bit silly because I want to bring a little lightheartedness uh, to bedtime. And this whole idea of this podcast it offers something a little bit different, off the beaten path, is silly, like a bedtime story for grown-ups by a goofball. And that's it. Uh, and I really, like I say every episode, I really appreciate you trying the show out. And if you've been coming back for a long time, I love you. And, and I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're here. Because yeah, it really is my honor. Uh, and I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by.